During the final week of the life of Christ, the Lord Jesus delivered His farewell sermon to the masses in Matthew 21, 22, and 23. This sermon was preceded by Jesus triumphantly re-entering the holy city and then cleansing the temple. So obviously this caused quite an uproar and it attracted a huge crowd as Jesus engaged the audience, answering their questions and asking them a few in return. Now Jesus was challenged by the Jewish leadership concerning his authority. And to illustrate Jesus' mission and to excoriate his opponents, Jesus delivered three succinct parables recorded in Matthew 21 and 22 to expose the hypocrisy of those Jewish leaders who had so often opposed him. I want to read the first of those three parables and consider its meaning with you in today's video. It's recorded in Matthew chapter 21, beginning in verse 28. Jesus asked this question, but what do you think? That is, he's going to ask their opinion about this parable. A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in the vineyard. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and went. The man came to the second and said the same thing, and he answered, Oh, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you that the tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him, and you seeing this did not even feel remorse afterward so as to believe him." The Lord Jesus teaches us a spectacular lesson in this parable when he described a man who had two sons. On two separate occasions, he called his boys to him and commanded them to go and work. And now, in the first instance, the eldest son, presumably, gave some backtalk to his father. This would have been a pretty uh, uh, scandalous thing in the ancient world. He told his father he wouldn't consider going. He wasn't interested in that. But later he realized what he had done. He saw the error of his ways. He uh, came to himself about the way that he treated his father and the disrespect he showed him. But notice that on this occasion, the son did not come and apologize to his father. Instead, he proved his repentance by his actions. The second son, on the other hand, gave the typical address to his father, calling him sir, master, the, the lord of the house, and said, absolutely, I will go and do as you have commanded. But Jesus said the boy never went. He never followed through with what he said. It was all words, it was all talk, no action. Jesus is describing here two classes of Israelites who had responded and reacted both to his preaching and the preaching of his predecessor, John the Immerser. Jesus said, first of all, I want you to look over here at the tax collectors and the harlots, the prostitutes. These are the people who at first in their life had rejected the Lord. I will not go and work. But they came to themselves. They learned through the preaching of John and Jesus the error of their ways and they changed. 
and their fruits of repentance were manifestly demonstrated in their actions. They went out following Jesus. Uh, perhaps they were evangelizing. They were bringing others to the Lord. They were bearing those righteous fruits by their deeds that showed they had changed in their hearts. On the other hand, Jesus said, you Pharisees, you religious leaders, you're like the son who gave all the lip service to his father. I will go, sir. I will do as you have been. Uh, you are, are trying to elevate yourselves as having the appearance of righteousness. But in the end, you've done nothing to prove it. You're all talk, no action. I think this is an appropriate message for the times we're currently facing. I've seen a lot of chatter on social media these last few weeks about the absolute necessity for Christians to rid all prejudice, all bigotry, and all racism from their hearts. And to that I say, amen. It's one thing though to write about it on Facebook, and it's another to live it every day to show by your kindness, by your compassion, by your absolute devotion to the good news of Jesus Christ, that you are like God. There is no partiality with you. So let's be like the son who maybe at earlier times in our lives said we weren't interested in going. Let's realize now that it's on us to live it, to do it, to show to the world we are children of a great God with whom there is no partiality.